The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's two, a lot of twos in the day today. So it's February, <laughs> it's the second, and it's the 23rd. And it's 531 right now. Wow. Um, the 23rd. Oh, 23rd year. 2023. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, I think I'm still frozen. Literally from coming to work this morning. A minute and a half, two minute walk to work. Almost didn't make it. Aren't you blessed? Almost oh. didn't make it. I'm surprised you made it. I am surprised as well. I don't have any heat in my truck. I, that alone <laughs> boggles my mind that we live in northern Canada and you're just like, meh, heat, don't need it. Okay, I don't think don't need it. It just stopped working right before Christmas and I haven't gotten around to getting it fixed yet because getting around it to is it is February. nagging my husband to do it. It is February. <laughs> around Christmas, that would have been the next day thing for me. I'm like, oh, vehicle doesn't have heat? Emergency. I'm grabbing some funds out of my savings to get that done. Yeah, this is the problem. My husband's a handy mechanical guy. So Clearly it's like... not. <laughs> it's February. It's, have... minus... it's been multiple times of minus 40 from Christmas <laughs> until now. He just has other priorities, Sean, but the heat of my truck didn't work <laughs> and it still doesn't. <laughs> and then this morning, the power steering didn't want to work either. You you're just like fully funding those hot pockets. You're just sitting on them. You have them in your socks. You have them in their pants, on your armpits, in your mitts. You have them everywhere because the heat doesn't work. Take out some stock in them. <laughs> it's going to go up. Yeah. Well, one thing you can count on is your grocery bill rising. <laughs> Sadly. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. What a way to start talking about this. Um, but the no-name price freeze, we've been hearing about that for months. It happened in October and mm. they said, we're freezing our prices for three months. Unfortunately, the reason why you can count on your bill continuing to rise, that three months is over and they said they are not renewing or extending the price freeze. Yeah, I was quickly looking into it and they basically just said like all of their suppliers have raised their prices by around 10%. So they're like, whoa, it was me. Now we got to go to the trickle down effect and now our customers have to pay the price as well. Which is hard because I found that there was like the last man standing in the butter section. That was the only brand of butter I was buying because it was frozen on the prices and it seemed like every other pound of butter was $7 now. Yeah. But I guess that one's going to go up as well. So no more baking, no more toast. What else can I not have butter on anymore? Yeah, I've never, I haven't bought butter in forever. You'll be good. You'll be fine. You just got to shift your diet a little bit. Yeah. Margarine? Is that the answer? I don't or even buy dry, margarine either. Dry toast. Does that? I, I put salsa on it. Salsa just on a, your toast? With an egg. Oh, okay. Yeah, Actually. there's just alternatives here. Okay. Although eggs are going up too. And like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so now I was like, oh, wait, maybe that was not a great idea either. Salsa? Idea. Oh, that's going up too. It was like, what about beans, rice? Beans. There we beans go. Let's rice. find some other alternatives. <laughs> yeah, the, the dry ones that come in the bag, they yeah. some assembly required. <laughs> a major shakeup in the medal standings at the Arctic Winter Games last night, Steph. A shakeup? Yeah, so a shakeup. Alberta North, they were first for the first two days of full competition, and now they have dropped down to third. Oh my goodness, who took them off their throne? Team Yukon, first place. They have 30 gold medals, 80 in total. 80, yeah. I know, I'm shocked by that number too. <laughs> that's a lot of medals. That's, that's a, lot, a of, lot of events to have medals to give out at. That's a lot of people winning right there. Alaska's in second. So I think Yukon went from second to first, Alaska went from third to second, and Alberta North went from first to third. Okay. And wow. uh, so Alaska has 73 total medals, so they are 
seven medals below first. And then Alberta North, all the way down in third now. We are 20 below first. Okay, I will say something that the coaches at speed skating kept yelling. Hmm. You can catch her! Yes! You can catch her! I will say our skating <laughs> programs are pretty fantastic. I think speed skating has been absolutely phenomenal. I've been updating just like keeping track of like the results and everything. But our figure skating program, holy moly, we have some beasts in there winning like everything. Every different style, we always have people placing. And, and we've had some of them in the studio here from that like Neralta Skating Club yeah. and everything. Fantastic job over there. They are like just dominating the boards. Wow. Go Alberta North. Go. It is February 2nd, which means it's Groundhog Day. I always have a fun time relearning about Groundhog Day every year because I think it happens. I read about it. And then I forget about it for the next 364 days. It's so true. I literally was just asking you off air what if he means his shadow and if he doesn't see his shadow means. Like, I can never remember. Never. Absolutely never. And I always forget how many of them they are and who's the most important one, who's the most accurate, this, that, and the other. Well, Puxatani Phil. Oh, great who, words pronouncing that. Thank you. Don't ask me to say Shubakandi Sam. Uh, <laughs> but the Pennsylvania groundhog where everything originated, right. he's already been out this morning. Right. And he saw his shadow. So more winter. More winter than we want. Six more weeks, they say. Right. Uh, Farmer Salmanac put out a poem about Groundhog Day. Yeah. Ready for it? Sure. Thursday is the big day. We're getting ready for Groundhog Day. Because, because spring is way overdue. And if the groundhog says more winter, he'll be heading for Groundhog Stew. <laughs> I, ju I just came across an article breaking it all down. And um, this official weather people were like the National Oceanic Atmospheric administration official weather people is what i'm gonna call them okay they're like hey we don't want to take away from groundhog day but look phil might not be totally accurate well they went and did the data on him like he like he's he's hitting on 40 percent for the past couple of years they're like look we do this professionally groundhog day so they're trying to dampen the spear a little bit a bunch of debbie downers over there at the official weather place okay i'm gonna be honest so i feel like phil is dampening our spirits with the six more weeks of winter thing and if they're <laughs> gonna tell me that spring is coming early on a minus 40 morning right? all the power to them thank you for the good news <laughs> Yesterday, we had uh, the one and only CBC reporter, Saskatoon's very own Devin Haru on the show, who has covered multiple Olympics, Paralympics, you name it. He's done it. First Arctic Winter Games. And one of the events he pointed out, Steph, was the knuckle hop. Yes, which I had never heard of. It's an Arctic game. And he compared it to, if you watch the summer games, whether it's Olympics, whatever, the 100-meter dash. Usually one of the more coveted events, usually one that provides a lot of excitement. It's just like 10 seconds of action and nine seconds if you're a world record like Usain Bolt. And <laughs> boom, it's over and it's just exhilarating. I got a camera operator for the live stream last night and he was 100% correct. The knuckle hop was intense. Isn't it crazy that you signed up for these shifts weeks ago and had no idea what you were signing up for? Right? I, I just signed. I, I was like, I don't know what this is. It sounds intriguing put me in for it and I got to experience one of the greatest things so picture someone lying on their belly their chest they're kind of in a push-up position but instead of their palms being on the ground it is their knuckles in a fist motion and then their toes prop up 
And so you're kind of on fours, on two knuckles and, and your feet, on your toes. And then you, your, your body is parallel and you want to try and keep that like stiff as a board. And then you hop forward on all fours, knuckle hopping forward. And then that's essentially what the race is. And then there's a giant oval taped on the ground. And I believe one way around the oval, as, as I'm estimating around 150 feet, I want to say. Okay. And so last night, we had someone come within three feet of breaking the world record for the knuckle hop, which is 191 feet. So all the way around and then like a quarter of the way around as well. Wow. The crowd was so into it. It was at the field house at McDonald Island Park. The, the, the seats up top were all filled with people. There was a bunch of athletes and everyone down below in the arena. It, the atmosphere was just absolutely electric. And it was so cool to just see it in person. Yeah, but if you didn't get to see it in person, I did get to watch the live stream this morning. Mm. Very, very neat. Such a surprising event. Yeah. I, of course, didn't know it existed, but I am just wowed by the athleticism and the practice it must take to be oh. able to be in a plank position or a push-up position, not touch the ground and hop your way around. Like your wrist strength must be so oh. strong. Your knuckles must, I don't know, you must have fists of steel. Like it looks like it, it would be such a training exercise to, to bring yourself to be able to do it. So such a cool event to definitely go check out if you if you missed it. Yeah, and these guys are just yoked. They were just absolutely swole. They were definitely just like fit athletes. And you only get one go at it. There's not like multiple heats, multiple runs. So if Ooh. like you accidentally mess up on your first run, you're like, oh, I'm going to come back better on my second run. And maybe that's because there was a lot of bloody knuckles after like the runs and stuff because I think uh -huh. it's just so hard on the body. You just get one run. That's it. You got to make the most of it. Wow. Okay, so go check that out. But also there are three days left of the Arctic Winter Games. Do not sleep on this. This is a huge, huge event in our region. Take it in if you can. I got slapped in the face yesterday and I think I'm going to press charges, Steph. <laughs> slapped in the face? Jeepers. Yeah. By who? Mother nature. Oh. Holy crap. <laughs> so tired yesterday. I was leaving work. It's like 1.30, 2 o'clock. I'm walking home. I go to open the door and step outside. I'm outside. I'm walking for four or five steps. I yawn because I'm tired. <gasps> All of a sudden, the minus 40 <laughs> enters my throat, and I literally almost like dropped my knees, dying, <laughs> just slapped by the cold in my face. <laughs> Was it worse than when you... <laughs> than when you eat like a piece of the black flavored dentine gum and you breathe in and all your insides go cold? It was like if you already have a dry throat and then you ate like three saltine crackers to make it more dry <laughs> and then you can't breathe. I was coughing for the rest of my walk home. It was brutal. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Okay, so everybody get good sleeps before you go outside so that your lungs aren't asking for more air when you yawn. Yeah, it's dangerous to yawn. It's minus 40 right now so just don't I'll call in sick for you don't go outside <laughs> the way of spammers evolving has always interested me because I feel like I just get targeted a lot and maybe everyone else does but I just really take note of it all I think you get targeted because you engage yeah that's the bad part about it they know that my like I I'm 
I respond to things probably. They have probably have like a message board where they're like, yeah, here's his number. Here's his information. See if you can crack this one. Yeah. He's a good one <laughs> or an annoying one, however you look at it. And they got, they, spamming got to such a personal point where they would like be like, I want to paint you and you get the money for it. I just need your <laughs> this, that, and the other. And you're like, what? What is going on yeah, here? Yeah, they got your number. I've never gotten a text like that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was real then. I don't know. I should have went off her. I'm like, sure, Maybe. paint me. Paint me like one of your French girls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they'll, they'll be like other texts where it'll be like, hey, your TD Bank account is going dry. Uh, give me a type Y for it not to or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, it just knows who I bank with, this, that, and the other. And then... Now it's almost like they have gotten so personal and gotten nowhere that they just went back to basic. Back to basic. What's basic then? I, I've been getting for the past week, I've been getting texts now, not Instagram DMs or any of that other text messages that just say, hello. Oh, dear. Hi. And then I look up the area codes and it's like Atlanta, Dallas, Texas. I'm like, I, no, no one's text. So, I remember reading something in an article once that was like, if you just get like random spam texts, just delete it because if you respond, they now know that that phone number is active Oh, because they probably span a whole ton of numbers and they don't know if it's actually a working phone number or if it is not a working phone number. So they just probably span like millions of numbers. Wow. Okay. So then if you don't text back, they think it doesn't work and they don't share that number with their network to be like, all right, now send them another TD bank notification. Yeah. That's how I'm assuming that it works. They cross that number like, oh, it's a dead number. No one responded. Let's not pursue that because we have a million other numbers that we need to move on to. So, um, yeah, don't respond to the high hello. Ones. Sean, <laughs> how do you do though? Because you love to engage with Scammers, you love to talk to them. Were you able to resist the urge to I say did. hi back and send a picture of a dog? I did. I did resist this one. If they DM me on Instagram, I usually go along with it until they block me. But this go around, I didn't even respond with the phone number. Impressive. <laughs> Pat on the back. Thank you. you. Thank you. Jeopardy had a category in on it on Monday night called Worst Case Ontario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's basically worst case scenarios that could happen in Ontario. Interesting. I always love when they give Canadian flavor to the show. Same, same. And their contestants were only stumped on one or two of the questions. So I thought I'd see how you do. Oh, boy. Being Canadian. Oh, boy. OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Let's right. get it. I'm ready for this. Here's some worst case Ontarios. <laughs> Zombies and not the slow ones are making their way from Detroit to this city across the Ambassador Bridge. Windsor. Hey, one for Sean. Right on, right on. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> King Kong, he's real, and he's climbing this 1,815-foot structure, his eye filling the window of the revolving restaurant. CN Tower. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one... You should get the intra-province rivalry between the national capital's Ottawa Senators and these provincial capital NHLers comes to a fever of hate. What is the Toronto Maple Leafs? I guess I was getting those wrong because I didn't say what is, who is, <laughs> right, and everything. Right. Oh, I should have talked you points. <laughs> okay, now this took three tries to get. 
the province directly to the west makes a series of nighttime cow tipping raids causing general chaos. What is Manitoba? <laughs> all right, last one. This is the, the one for all the money, Sean. Worst case, ill-tempered aquatic creatures emerge from this great lake upon which Thunder Bay sits. What, what is a beaver? No, it's a lake. A great lake, it says. You said creatures yeah, emerge. Yeah, the worst case is that aquatic creatures emerge from this great lake. Lake that, Superior. What is Lake Superior? Hey! Ah, okay, there we go. I'm a geography guy. <laughs> I made a discovery in my bushy beard the other day, Steph. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, my beard has a whole bunch of different colors in it, and it ranges from, like, blonde to light brown to dark brown. And actually, there even is some, like, red, orange-ish in there. Yeah, you're very blessed with quite a bushy, nice, full-colored beard. Yeah. Very brindle. Yeah, 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 <laughs> brindle. That it's got the ombre kind of going on in places. Uh, but the other day, right under my chin, uh, I went to the washroom, I washed my hands, checking to see how I look for the day, just in case there's something in my face. And there was, in my beard, there was an oblong white Uh-oh. hair sticking uh, right under my chin, and it was just... Boing! It was just right out. <laughs> <laughs> now, was it like you had missed it in in when you're trimming? Like, was it way longer than all the other hairs? I don't think I missed it. It was just blending in with the entire beard, and for some reason, it was like one of the only ones that was just like oddly sticking out. So it really stood out. Now it wasn't gray, and it wasn't blonde either, because I have a lot of blonde hairs in my beard. It was like legit, like like white. And I was like, oh, that is so interesting. And I debated. I'm like, should I pluck it? I was like, nah, we're keeping it. You're keeping it. You're going to call that your wise hair, your your sagely hair that just kind of hangs out there. And, and that's where all your brain power comes from. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I spotted it the other day, kind of forgot about it. And I was like, oh, I should talk about this on air. So I went to go find it just right now. And it, it, it was buried. It's still there. I thought I maybe lost it. It fell out or something. But still there. It's still going strong. So I found it again. And then it's my lucky white hair on my beard. That's what I'm going to call it. The lucky white hair. Also lucky that when you're young and they say, if you do get a white hair, it means that you might be rich when you're older. Well, I work in radio, so that's, that's, that's not happening. One can dream, John. The white hair is drying for you. At least you can do is encourage it. Now, what did I tell you? It's the hope that'll kill you. I'm not believing in this. Level up your lexicon. Learned a new term yesterday, Sean. The Gen Z shake. The Gen Z shake? Yeah. All in one. Um, handshake. Handshake? Yeah certain kind or what makes it the gen z shake when they do that gen z thing okay <laughs> is that uh, is it a handshake no nope. okay um does it have to do something with being at the urinal what never mind Hit the wrong <laughs> you don't have to know something of that's being a, the urinal if, if you use urinals you know okay if you don't you don't know exactly i am not going to define that <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the millennial pause yeah, yeah, I do. What's that? Looking at the camera for a second or two, uh, and for then like talking a split second before you start talking because yeah. you're just not quite sure if it's if on. It's recording, yeah, yeah, and you could edit it out, but for some reason you don't. Right. Okay. Gen Z shake, the equivalent to the millennial pause. Oh.
It's the shake of the camera that you set it down at the last second and then run and do your video to kind of show I'm doing this by myself. I'm filming myself. Wow. Yeah, the Gen <laughs> Z shake. I it's all it, a plan. A plan? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Videos are a plan. <laughs> <laughs> One more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.